With your help, we can continue to fight for freedom. This is not possible without your generosity. Join our quest for the truth and our freedom and donate today. Simply go to tntradio.live. This is The Joe Hoff Show on TNT Radio. Well, happy day after Thanksgiving in the U.S. today. This is Black Friday and all sorts of special deals for you out there, I guess, online as well as in person. So the shopping should be busy today, Um, I guess to some extent, not as well as it could be if we had a strong economy. I I saw some, you know, just more information on the Biden economy, The, the, the turkey meal yesterday for most Americans, for all Americans, has gone up maybe 50% since since 2020 i would guess closer to you know 100 percent personally i just think i these numbers are manipulated they're just they're just not accurate it's not fair what they're doing they they what what our government does is they lie to us that's shocker news 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 and um no they they lie to us and they've manipulated these numbers for inflation the numbers for gdp all these numbers get manipulated uh, to to paint the narrative that they want. And I tell you, during the Trump years, we saw how they manipulated the numbers down. So with GDP, they made a big adjustment one quarter, gave all this GDP growth to Obama's years, took it away from President Trump. They changed the numbers. These monsters that are running this stuff, um, they're not honest. They're, they're, they're polit- politicians pushing a narrative fascist this is fascism like we had rudy giuliani one one week ago today on this show talk about this how these people are uh this is fascism what they're doing that the democratic party's been taken over that's why they all vote the same there's no conscience there it was a we had i gotta tell you we had a brilliant discussion yesterday if you have a chance go and listen to it uh with our with our guest a very successful woman from from italy who talked about the U.S. She knows so much about what's going on here, more than most Americans, uh, more than 90, maybe 9% of Americans, Gaia Mariani. Fantastic interview. And she talked about this. She says, it's so much, there was so much there. It was just, it was brilliant. I, I just kind of blown away by this girl in, in her brilliance. And uh, we get some smart people on this show, Rudy Giuliani, uh, Michelle Bachman, the former representative, who I think is one of the greatest thinkers in America today. Uh, Rudy, I think, is just brilliant uh, and 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 an incredible record, only to be taken down by the fascists. See, the fascists have to destroy everything good about this country. Their effort is to destroy this country. And I loved it how Gaia yesterday shared this. She says, she says, they're after our constitution. This is the one constitution in the world that goes bottom up. We, the people, run this country. We got. We cannot forget that. It's our country and it's our constitution. And like she says, they want to destroy this country so they can destroy this government, so they can destroy this great constitution, so these fascists can take over for good. America is, as Michelle Bachman said, it's the, it's the big prize. We're the big prize. And they're coming after us. And, you know, there's still great things going on. Uh, yesterday, still had an incredible meal with some Honey roasted turkey. I was telling our IT guys uh, before the show how delicious that was. They there's a honey roasted ham company, and then they have honey roasted turkey now, and it's like honey on the outside. It just seeps in as they cook it. It's just divine. You can pick it up and bring it home, and and just basically heat it up. It's so good. Already sliced, 
perfect uh, breast of turkey. Had that yesterday with uh, what we call stuffing or dressing on the side with some gravy. I had my famous uh, cream, well, not cream corn, but corn casserole made out of cream corn. Very simple recipe from the past up in Iowa. We had to have corn with our meal. My God, there's corn all around us. And uh, beans instead of... Uh, bean casserole that so many people have my wife just made these str string beans uh cooked so delicious everything was divine uh scallop potatoes this year instead of mashed potatoes finished it with some florida key lime pie and some pumpkin pie and then just uh, just sat there like most people do after the thanksgiving dinner Oh, with a big breath of, oh, that was something else. And then uh, you wait about three, four hours. And then for dinner, go at it again. Let's have some more of that delicious food. So put on a couple pounds yesterday. There's a, there's a theory you need to change your clocks while you, during the in the U.S. during these time changes. Well, you need to change your scale as well, at least back five pounds. So you don't, then you're not shocked by the day after. But uh, yeah, for the, for the Black uh, Friday blues, which is... Uh, uh, the weight that you gain. I guess a lot of people wear it off out shopping on days like today. I hope so. I really hope so for the benefit of this country. I want to see great things happen for this country all the time. I did enjoy and have started to enjoy some sports lately. I've, there's a team in the NFL that I like. I used to love sitting with my dad and my brothers growing up, and we'd we'd uh, have some chips and cheese, and my dad would drink a beer or two, and we'd drink some soda and watch it. Watch our favorite NFL team. Growing up, I liked the Vikings, the perfect people eaters. They were so great, and, and these were our heroes. These guys were man, they were great athletes, and boy, they could score. Had Fran the man Tarkington running around like a chicken with his head cut off. Just so much fun to watch. And uh, I, those were great moments for me as a child. And then it got ruined when I came back from Hong Kong. They were pushing this Black Lives Matter. Again, the fascists wanted to destroy everything good about this country. Coming after us now, good Americans, we're the super majority. And you know what? The great news is people aren't buying it. And um, you can see that in the polls. 62% of Americans believe the 2020 election was rigged. That came out in April. It's going up. You should see on social, excuse me, social media on Twitter, especially all the information now that's come re, regurgitated from the 2020 election. And I encourage you, if you haven't already, go out and get my three books on the steel, the steel volumes one, two, and three. They are we've sold thousands of these books, and and they will tell you what happened before the election, what happened in the election, and what what they did to cover it up just damning stuff it's absolutely I, I don't see how you could read these books and actually roger stone told me he shares these books with any naysayers that he knows to let them know because it's all there you read this with an with an open mind and not even with a closed mind i think you read it and eventually you'll say you know you're right this stuff doesn't make any sense and that's what happened the election never should have been certified and i say that with from my professional background um as a, as a CPA and having done audits around the world, two, 300, and, and having uh, major audits, major, and having overseen a, a billion dollar block of business. 
this is uh this was a travesty what happened and i tell you what i put up a new post this morning at joehoff.com we've counter as, as we've posted as well at the gateway pundit uh jim and i and it's more information on the 2020 election steal in this case and I'll, i want to share a bit about this maybe i'll get into it with our guest after this uh, after this uh break but first i want to tell you about it what we found, there's a guy that reached out to me. His name's Joe Rossi, Joseph Rossi. He's from Georgia. He started looking into the results of the 2020 election in, in his state. Of course, if you remember, President Trump was ahead by 200,000 ballots on election night. And over the next three days, they manufactured enough ballots to put Joe Biden in the lead by 12,000 votes, not even 12,000. And um, it was it was a travesty. It was a sham. It was a lie. And we know it. We've got we've got information that will blow you away. And I'm going to say that again. We will blow you away with the information that we have. This is not um, this is not hyperbole. This is going to blow you away. And we're just starting to release a little bit. And yesterday I released this information from Joe Rossi. There was a there was a count after the election. It was a it was a um, what they called an RLA, a risk limiting audit, which is garbage. I'm a, I was a professional auditor. I, I over like I said, two three hundred audit, audits around the world, been to audit committees around the world, talked to boards around the world. These things are garbage. They never should be in place. And the left and the fascists talk about how great they are because they're liars because they. They want us to believe that there's some sort of some sort of controls around our election process, which there's none. There's there's almost none. And so what happened is is uh, they did this risk limited audit, and this guy Joe Rossi started looking into the results, especially in Fulton County, which is where Atlanta is. Of the he he was able to look at 140,000 ballots. Now there's 500,000 ballots. He only was able to look at 140,000. And as he looked through these, he sees the numbers don't add up. And he, he came up with 36 different issues and found that there was in, in, in total of just these 36 issues of just this 140,000 ballots in, in Georgia, of which there was maybe 5 million in the election. Of 140,000, he finds 4,000 ballot net increase for Joe Biden, meaning 4,000 fraudulent votes for Joe Biden, meaning the data wasn't there. And he started talking and he started trying to reach out to the Secretary of State's office eventually they finally responded and uh and eventually he got a hold of this guy who got him a hold in front of the governor's team and they couldn't hide it anymore and the, and the governor's team started looking at it, this and they looked at all the data and they said gosh we got to agree there's 4000 ballot ballot issues here but they said but this isn't enough to swing the election but they don't tell you it's only of 140,000 of the 5 million ballots in that state do you hear what I'm saying? This was huge. He found 4,000 issues just in the recount. Just in this, and that's all this risk limiting audit was, is you can recount all the ballots. The, the totals didn't even agree. And that's what Joe finds. It's unbelievable. So he brings this up to the, eventually, eventually the governor has to accept, yeah, this is, but he had to add that caveat, but this didn't swing the votes. It's only of 140,000, your 5 million votes, Mr. Kemp. And, you know, these people lie by by statements of omission. So the, and 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 uh, the, the key piece here is that Raffensperger, Rattensberger, some people call him the secretary of state, a Republican and his 
assistant Gabe Gabriel Sterling, a Republican. <laughs> they 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 come out. They're not. They're not. They're they're. I don't know what they are. I guess you put them in the category of fascists that are trying to take over this country that are not honest because they started pushing back and eventually they pushed this whole narrative onto Fulton County onto the onto the people there because we couldn't we couldn't out Raffensperger. Um the story goes on and it, and it's out there now at the, at johoff.com or Gateway Pundit. Take a look at what's going on. So for the first thing we, we we laid out this morning is that there is massive errors in the 2020 election in, in Georgia. OK, it's validated. We've got the state agreeing. They set up a separate uh, investigation into this. And this investigation came out. And they said, yeah, you're right. There's issues. We'll pass this on to the attorney general's office, of which I'm not sure anything's been done. They also found another uh, issues. Seventeen thousand. Remember. They give the, the the election to Joe Biden by less than eleven, less than twelve thousand. So seventeen thousand issues were in the second investigation that's now been created by the state that they're apparently going to come out with their results here in December. Seventeen thousand voter images, of which you should have a an image or ballot images for every ballot that's been counted. You need to have a a corresponding image. They're gone, and there's a whole story there. There, so there's another 17,000 that we know of issues. And our second piece is going to be how they lied about it. And that piece is going to come out tomorrow. We're going to, we're going to show you all the, all the ways that these people lied about these issues just in this one little area. Only have 140,000 ballots where there's 4,000 uh, voter issues. They've, they've lied about it. And even perhaps under oath, somebody, we, we've got Gabe Sterling and his January 6th committee saying something that totally disagrees with what Raffensperger said on the radio. So we you know we got to figure out where's what's going on here? Who's who's not telling the truth? Did Sterling commit perjury in front of the uh January 6th committee? We'll have to find out. And our third piece is how then after all of that the the the, the attorney general's office, the the Georgia um uh, state elections board and others worked to cover all this up. So we've got some bombs coming out. And I'm telling you, these aren't even the nukes that we have behind all that. So this is this is big news. This is breaking news. This is real news. This is the truth. We're not pushing some propaganda from some terrorist group, group overseas. I'm telling you that. We are laying the truth down, and we are going to blow you away with the information that we have. So it's important that you uh, listen to the show, share the show with your friends and family and those that you love, and those that love this country, because we are going to lay it all out right here on the Joe Hoff Show. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back here in a moment with our guest uh, in this next segment. Hold tight. God's truth is enduringly true throughout all the generations. It transcends culture. The church is always going to be an embattled people. If it's swimming with the tide, it's not being the Church of Jesus Christ. Look to the past, learn from the past, because the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. 
China has more than 200 confirmed cases of coronavirus, it's called. The entire state of California ordered to stay at home. That's 40 California million. has some of the strictest policies leveled against churches. Gavin Newsom's executive order threatens jail time and a $1,000 a day fine. Government that stopping people from going to church, Dr. Fauci. When I went into the White House, when I sat in on the task force meetings, was a shocking level of gross incompetence. The mortality rate from the virus was 0.2%. You know, 99.8% survival, rather than the 3 or 4% mortality that the, the people are saying at the time. The culture and the understanding of the people of Grace Church has always been, not only do you obey government, but you honor government. Thousands of people in the streets, but you can't have church. The hypocrisy of letting people riot it helped us all understand one thing. This is not what they say it is. By meeting, we're testifying the government has no jurisdiction here. I was arrested and driven to a maximum security prison. The government has obviously uh, turned up the heat on churches. My daddy. <laughs> when the churches fall silent, the only religion left is the state. We needed to make a biblical statement because we always put ourselves under the authority of the Word of God. LA County threatened Pastor John MacArthur with jail time and arrest. We were going to be sued. They wanted Grace Church shut down. We wanted to go on the offensive and attack the health order as unconstitutional. This wasn't about health and safety. This was all about control and opposition to religious freedom. As the government gets more corrupt and more corrupt, snitches get rewards. Its totalitarian control has to increase. And you have to have a mask on. And as they shut down any attacks against them. This is not about freedom or personal choice. The last thing standing is going to be the church. Hi, I'm Ryan Blaney, a third generation race car driver. And we dedicate a lot of our time to going as fast as possible. But when my grandpa was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, it was a very unexpected bump in the road for us. It's important to notice if older family members are acting differently, experiencing problems with their memory, or having trouble with routine tasks. Early detection of Alzheimer's can give your family time to explore support services, make a plan for the future, and access available treatments. If you or your family are noticing changes, it could be Alzheimer's. Talk about seeing a doctor together. The human mind is like a computer, no matter how efficient it may be. Its reliability is only as great as the information fed into it. That's a campaign promise. Tell us the truth. Tell us the truth. We mandate that the truth be told. You're hearing it. TNT. Yes, here with my Trump cup of coffee. Hope, you, uh, hope you're having a nice pajama right now yourself, enjoying your day. Enjoying this beautiful black. You'll notice it's a blank Friday. So um, with my black Trump uh, cup of coffee. So. And black coffee as well. So yeah, we've got uh, a special guest that's going to join us here in a moment. We're working, uh, we're working that out with Mr. David Clements. He'll be joining just in a moment. But I'm, I'm glad you're still here. We've got. Uh, I can't wait to talk to David about this this big piece that we've got coming out of Georgia, and we've got more information here. And and I, I'm telling you, it's not even related to uh, what we already know about Georgia. The massive fraud. The massive fraud. There's, there was one group, a couple of IT experts that spoke uh, with Rudy Giuliani 
in one of his uh, meetings in front of the Senate in Georgia, where he said the Senate committee, where he this, these guys are saying, hey, we believe there's up to a million ballots that are fraudulent in the state in 2020. See, that's why the Democrats will never agree go to paper ballots they cannot it's it's a it's a battle against transparency it's a battle against truth and a battle against freedom they cannot because when the truth comes out if we were to go to paper ballots now we'd see that they're only like 20 30 percent of the american people agree with their garbage and those are just the brainwashed people that just do vote dim because their parents did or vote dim because of the garbage they're hearing on the media and the big media, not here, not at the Gateway Pundit, not at JoeHoff.com, not in my books of the steel. Now, you can go there and get the truth. But the American people, they're being lied to every day, and people know it. They know it. And the word passes. So you cannot stop people from sharing the truth unless you're in communist China, where you scare everybody into believing that your neighbor's spying on you. This is horrible stuff. We have to stand up for freedom of speech. This is this is this is it. This is the line that we fight for. We cannot give this up. And we've seen a lot of people turn the other way as conservatives have been slowly ostracized. As the GOP looks the other way, as the leadership of the GOP has been taken over by these uniparty, you know, snakes. And maybe like our guest yesterday said, that's too good a name for these people. Uh, calling anybody an animal is not right. She calls them beasts, as 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 we know in, in our discussion yesterday uh, with with Gaia. It, it, the, this is these people are animals, so they don't want they don't want us to share the truth, and they're doing everything they can to stop that. And so we're going to talk through this with our special guest today on 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 this Black Friday in the USA, and a good friend. And really, one of the uh, one of the hardest working individuals in America in regards to election integrity, and he and his wife combined, no couple has done more for this country over the last uh, few years. I mean, I, I I might argue Trump and and Melania. God knows the stuff they're going through, but Mister Mister David Clements, former professor at New Mexico State University and, and attorney, is with us now. David, welcome to the Joe Hoff Show. Hey Joe, it's good to be with you. I'm uh, I'm thrilled to have you, David. By the way, I don't know if you've seen this yet. We put up a piece at both JoeHoff.com and Gateway Pundit this morning on Georgia. Have you had a chance to look at that yet? No, I haven't. I've been I've been yeah, in yeah. the throes of Thanksgiving celebration and uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I'll great. check it out. Well, let me tell you. Yeah, I'll, uh, do you have, I, I, I was curious. You know who? Have you met Joe Rossi? Joseph Rossi. I'm not sure I have. I, you would, I think you'd know. I've, I've seen his name before, and he reached out to me a couple of weeks ago, and he shared with me this information. I took like, I just couldn't believe what he was telling me. I took like seven pages of notes. So he's this guy. He's he's in a retired engineer in the southern part of the state. And he said uh, after the uh, 2020 election, and even after the so-called audit. You know how they call these risk limiting audits, which, my professional opinion, are total garbage. Garbage. If I would have, I would have been embarrassed to go into a board meeting or audit committee meeting with and 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 share the results of these things. They are so 
so so such a lie i guess i'll just say they're a lie because they they there's there's i could just as an auditor i, I just trust me I, I could go into it and spend two hours on a diatribe about why these things are garbage but that's what they did after the after the 2020 election it's throughout the whole state you know this great raffensburger this guy that we we can trust right and uh in this risk limiting audit this guy started looking at the numbers that were put out there on on the state's uh uh yeah uh the secretary of state side and 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 he only ended up looking at basically 140,000 ballots in in Maricopa County that was his focus and just there he found four more than 4,000 Biden votes net that that never should have been and um and it just with the data that was out there from this risk limiting audit and the risk limiting audit the only thing that it was was uh counting ballots after the 2020 election so they didn't get to review them they didn't get to determine whether they're whether they're you know real or not they just had to count them and even with that he found four thousand and just 140,000. and he had to fight and fight and fight this is what the story today talks about is all this information about how there were errors there and he eventually got it in front of this guy that worked for Kemp's office. And they 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 were, I believe they were forced into looking at it. They came out with a report, uh, the the governor Kemp and his team that have that said eventually, I don't know, a year or so, maybe a year year ago, that yeah, these ballots are garbage. And then um what happened from that is uh they eventually then had an investigation by the the Georgia State Elections Board, and you're familiar with all that. You're familiar talking to you. It's like I, I know you that you you understand all this. And then what happened was they started an investigation, and they they said, "Yeah, this stuff's right. This Joe Rossi guy's right." But so he's he lists all this out. Now there's a second investigation into the fact that. They found another seventeen thousand images to ballots that aren't there, and 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 I guess the results of that are coming out in December, and um, and they and there are violations per Joe. There's already a memo, a letter they sent him to say, yeah, we found violations. The results will be released in a, in a couple of weeks, and then uh, there's now a third investigation, and that's into the Secretary of State's office. People don't even know about. There's an open investigation into Raffensperger's office by the uh, Georgia Elections Board. So this guy's dropped some bombs. We're going to have three posts. Tomorrow we're going to talk about the lies that these people made in trying to cover up just this 4,000 votes error. And then on uh, the day after that, we're going to talk about how it, there was a cover-up and how the Secretary of State's office worked with the with the uh, the uh, Georgia State Elections Board and the Attorney General's office to cover all this up. So some damning stuff that's going to come out in the next couple of days. Excited to tell you about that, but I'm sure this doesn't surprise you. No, and, and I'm I'm glad to hear it. Uh, I, I think this comes on the the heels of the consent decree that uh, President Trump truthed as well, where Georgia authorities have all but conceded. That there are well over a three thousand that, that that they're willing to admit well over three thousand duplicate scanned images, and um, so what what are the usual narratives that the enemy 
usually uses. They go, well, that's not enough to disturb the alleged margin of victory. That'll be usually usually something that we hear a lot. It's like, yeah, there's a lot of fraud here, but it's not enough to disturb the outcome. But that's not the end of it, right? You've you just described all of these things that are coming out with John Rossi, but we lose sight of the fact that that's still a massive violation of the law. So if you've got duplicate scanned ballots and you've got a concession from Georgia authorities that this happened through the consent decree, you also have a, a tacit violation of the Help America Vote Act, which only allows you to have tabulation errors, one error for every 125,000 voting opportunities. So when you start following the law, you find out right out the gate that, as you've said many times, the election was stolen. Why? Because it should never should have been certified. Just under the consent decree alone, they, they, they've basically have violated Georgia law, federal law. And it's just more and more. There's more and more coming out. And this is very odd because it, this, this really get, gets our focus uh, placed back on what happened in the, in the Fulton County State Farm Building. Right. Um, when you've got a consent decree and now Georgia authorities are admitting that ballots after ballot after ballot was being rescanned. Why in the world was Jim and Joe Hoft sued? <laughs> uh, why was the Gateway Pundit sued uh, by Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss? I mean, can I just throw that out there? When you've got a consent decree that all but admits that that, that very behavior happened when you've got video surveillance footage of what? Of, of people rescanning duplicate ballots. And it just, it just shows you how disgusting it is. You've got so many truth tellers out there that are just reporting the facts as they see them. And, and, and that, I think that's the that's a massive bombshell, not because we didn't know that it was happening. It's that the Georgia authorities have conceded it now. And, um, and, and this is just a small piece. Well, this is just small potatoes. There's there's bigger stuff out there. I mean, for example, we know that here's the piece, here's what I kind of added to this piece from this information from Joe Rossi is that not only is this whole thing uh, just a mess, and again, like Joe said, this is only 140,000 ballots that basically were looked at. He's got he, we're coming out with tomorrow. He he went to Gabe Sterling. They were they were assuring him all the data is out there on the uh, on the uh, website. Uh, related to this this risk limiting audit, which was just a recount, which was garbage, but the data wasn't. It, only two hundred eighty thousand uh, like ballots uh, or information or source data on ballots was there out of five hundred thousand. Sterling then had to back up and and reload all this information. We don't know what he reloaded. Was it made up? What was it? So this is the kind of people we're dealing with. But that's just the small potatoes. We also know. That we've got this court case on 140,000 ballots that are in question from that recount. The people say those are those are fraudulent ballots. They're not even they're not real. They look like they're machine, you know, issued or created. And then there's this other big case about the uh, Dominion voting machines and how they don't work. Basically, they're not secure. And uh, this is kind of the piece that I put in my book about the systems. They're not secure. Bad actor can get in and, and they can flip an election. This is from a government report. And that's about Georgia, too. The same systems in Georgia. Yeah. I, the thing that I fear, Joe, is, is that 
usually when, when corrupt actors have, have lost control of the narrative, they call it a limited hangout. And they're, they're forced to get back in and try to reshape perception. So once again, like Gateway Pundit's been put through hell. Mike Lindell been put through hell as, as a conspiracy theorist. And yet you've got this lawsuit where uh, Judge Totenberg out of Georgia said, you know something, this isn't a conspiracy theory. These are well-founded claims based on expert reports. And so many, many summary judgment motions or motions to dismiss um, were denied on behalf of, of the machine vendors and the people that were supporting the machines. So, I mean, what does that tell you? You, you get vindication three years after the fact uh, at some level after lives have been destroyed. Um, so that tells me that, that, whatever the citizen auditor is doing, whatever the, the American Patriot is doing to, to apply pressure and to reveal that they've lost control of the narrative. They, they can gaslight us as much as they want and tell us that there's nothing wrong with these machines. This is the most safe and secure election, but they know that we know that's garbage or you wouldn't, you wouldn't have them now all of a sudden entertaining these things. So, uh, you know, the limited hangout is something that I, I, I didn't even know what that meant until a few years ago. But really, it comes down to when your authorities, they're like, man, our propaganda is not working. <laughs> then all of a sudden, they come around a little later. And I'll give you another example of this. It's a little off topic, but it, it kind of upsets me. And this gets back to the J6ers, right? You got a, a back and forth between Senator Mike Lee and uh, former Congresswoman Liz Cheney. And, and why is, why, what, first, what is Mike Lee chiming in about? He's chiming in about Mike Johnson's release of more of the J6 footage, right? And now Fox News is putting out more videos about the, the real J6 narrative, um, what really happened. And it's got people getting, you have all kinds of people getting panicked. So Cheney and everyone else, if you actually look at their Twitter profiles, are just losing their minds. And all of a sudden you have someone like Mike Lee, who's known as a, a very, very conservative uh, U.S. senator, going back and forth. Uh, almost like he's been there the whole time fighting for the J6ers. And so part of me is very, very happy that someone has come along and joined the parade that was started by others. But it's sickening. It's like, wait a minute. Why, why, why didn't we hear your voice, Mike Lee, three years ago? You have such a, a huge platform. And you really have to watch out right now. There's going to be so many so-called conservatives that are going to rehab their, their, their images for, for the two great sins. Not standing up and talking about the J6ers. And number two, uh, not being there when it mattered to talk about the stolen and rigged elections. The truth's going to come out. But every once in a while, if you just take a look around, it's like, okay, we got Tucker with us now. We got people like Russell Brand. We got Joe Rogan. We've got all kinds of people that weren't really talking about it initially. And now you've got Mike Lee coming around to the plight of the J6ers. Uh, I'm, I'm pleased, but at the same time, I, I have to admit, I'm a little sickened that it's almost 2024. And people are, are now talking about something that was self-evident to most people with common sense early on in 2021. Yeah. Well, David, you were there right away. We were there right away. We could sense, you could smell it. Something's going on. I think, um, well, we knew it before the election when we started hearing about all these absentee ballots and now they're putting in these, uh, these drop boxes and, and that was that was scary, but there were other indicates indications. I just found an article from Judicial Watch from October 2020. Of all people, Judicial Watch, which which did a nice job with some voter roll 
efforts that they had done. And they came out with uh, with some numbers before the election of all these counties that have more people registered than they have voters. And uh, across the country, maybe 300 counties out of, I think there's 3,000. So just you're like, what's going on? Fulton County was one of those counties, by the way. I believe, uh, you know, these these key states, the key counties in the key states, I believe I believe Maricopa and Wayne County were also in there. So Arizona, so, uh, uh, Michigan, and uh, Georgia, the key counties in those three states all had more registered than they had voters. And so how does that happen? And then, um, you know, so we knew coming in, we also knew, I, I guess I wrote about this in my first book on the steel about setting the stage. We could see, like one guy pointed out, the color revolution that's going on. But we could not, and COVID, of course, was, was we can't forget that, how a lot of this stuff got put in place because COVID hit. But then um, the the other piece that grabbed me was our media and our big tech. And the three biggest big tech firms, Google, uh, Facebook, and Twitter, all shared that we're not going to have, we're not going to have the results on election night. It's like, who are these people, first of all? And why are they saying this as if this is no big deal now, a month before the election? So looking back, there was all sorts of hints that these guys were, you know, they were setting us all up for this, this absolute sham in the middle of the night on January, you know, on November 3rd of uh, 2020. It was a nightmare. Yeah, it gets back. It really gets back to that limited hangout concept. Um, you know, look no further than Elon Musk suing Media Matters, right? Um, these these are lawsuits for whatever reason weren't brought two years ago. Um, yeah, and you could say that Elon didn't didn't own Twitter at the time, so you could forgive that. But it, it's clear that there was wholesale suppression, and the person that really brought that to light was um, Representative Luna out of out of Florida, and she's the one that at the congressional hearing where we all found out that this. Uh, cloud-based platform named Jira, J-I-R-A, was being used by by the DHS, by the FBI, in partnership and in collusion with members at Twitter, Facebook, Google, what have you. And so the censorship regime, um, which is a huge part of this, is a lot of people like yourself, myself, we, we had the facts day one. But we had nowhere to go to tell people the truth. I mean, that's why you, mm-hmm. you had to see truth being created created out of whole cloth. You had to have rumble and alternative uh, social media providers come on the scene. And but people, you know, already forget that in 2021, there was nowhere to go. Uh, and, and you know, mm-hmm. this is someone that was removed from Twitter. I don't I still don't know if they've ever restored you back onto no, no, they so it, it just goes to show you that all of a sudden, uh, people that that were entities that were responsible for deplatforming Joe the Joe Hoffs of the world, the David Clements of the world, all of a sudden now get to reinvent themselves and be pioneers and champions of free speech. Uh, we'll show media matters. It, it's it's so subtle, um, and I can tell you this right now: you got to watch out even with the the newer uh, social media giants, Rumble. Apparently, uh, upwards of 15% of their stock was acquired by BlackRock. And there's people that can already notice that that Rumble is not operating the same way that it did right out the gates. People are are suggesting that there's an algorithm, there's a shadow man, and people are getting capped on who they can reach. Coincidence? I don't know. 
Um, but a lot of these places, if you're talking about the unpopular truths, about the the rigged elections, the J6ers, um, there are people out there that have huge, huge followings. And and you know, I've I've been in front of millions of people over the past three years. If you if you add up all of the interviews, all of the, the symposium stuff, I can't break through a ceiling on platforms like X, no matter what. I can go on this show, I can go on Steve Bannon's show, I can go on shows and usually people get a little bump <laughs> a little bump it's like i have hit a ceiling that i cannot reach more people uh no matter how hard i try and i, I hope i'm not crazy I, I really don't but i've been at this for a long time and i'll give you a perfect example our our trailer for the movie let my people go on rumble uh we had around 111,000 views in about four days four days and that trailer debuted about three and a half months ago, and it's only managed to get an additional 20,000 views. And that's after promoting it on shows like yourself, Emerald Robinson, across the board. How is that possible? I, I understand how things go viral in the past, but generally what happens is once you reach a certain point in 100,000 people view it, it blows up because those people know people and those people know people. It's the exact opposite. And... um so it's hard to not like feel crazy. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying this because I feel like, you know, I, woe is me. I'm just sitting there going, I remember when I was new on the scene on social media and it was really easy, I guess, until they figure out who I was to reach millions of people. Not the case anymore. It's, it's really bizarre. Yeah. I, I believe after 2016 and we saw it right at the end there, uh, 2016, right before the election, how they started to hit. Uh, and and really censor uh, both Twitter and Facebook for sure. Jim had numbers underneath each post, and you could see how many Twitter shares or Facebook shares some of these articles had. And if we got a Drudge link to that article, it it'd get a ton of shares. And then all of a sudden, before the election, we'd have these great articles that would get a Drudge link. That's back when Drudge was a good guy, and um, the numbers weren't there. We're like, what's going on? And so. I think it's because Obama went out to Silicon Valley and uh, had to talk to all those guys, give them a talking to after Hillary got beat, saying, you got to fix this. Hey, David, we got to go to a real quick break. We'll be right back. But I want to get your thoughts on this. And let's talk about uh, the new movie that's coming out as well, the documentary. Uh, lots on that. OK, we'll be right yeah. back. With his expert analysis and opinion, this is TNT Radio's Timothy Shea. I've been in and around politics for over 50 years. So it takes a lot to surprise me, much less shock me. But I was shocked, shocked, not that so many Argentines voted for Javier Malay, but that the Peronist powers that be allowed him to win the election. And the thing that made me the happiest for my Argentine friends is the video that Malay put out where he went down the row of a magnetic board that had all the Argentine government ministries listed and all the irrelevant ones pulled them off the magnetic board over his shoulder, they're gone, no more. That's exactly what we need to have happen here in the United States. We need Donald Trump back in January of 2025 to streamline our government. We need to move the Department of the Interior actually out into the interior. We need to move the Department of Agriculture to where we commit agriculture. And most importantly, we need to defund and disband FBI and distribute its law enforcement functions to other agencies that have their own law enforcement capability already stood up. Can't have Donald Trump back fast enough. I'm glad that 
Malay is going to make Argentina great again. We need Donald Trump here to make America great again. From MAGAinstitute.com, this is Timothy Shea for TNT Radio. Right now, the forgotten poor are waiting for healing and care, for life-saving medical care, for a chance to live with dignity and hope. They are waiting for Mercy Ships and you. Mercy Ships is the largest floating civilian hospital in the world with volunteer medical staff and crew who donate their time to save lives. And now, as our newest state-of-the-art hospital ship sets sail, Mercy Ships will double our ability to reach children and adults who need us now. Without the work of Mercy Ships, these patients don't have another option. Mercy Ships is answering the call to serve suffering people who have nowhere else to turn. Together, we are going to some of the world's most desperate places and bringing a wave of hope and healing to those who need it most. Thank you! Thank you! To learn more about this wave of hope, go to mercyships.org today. Joe Hoft on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Hey, we are back with the uh good friend and absolute uh election dis election fraud destroyer david clements david thanks for joining us today and again happy thanksgiving and and happy black friday to you and your family hope you're having a great day hope you hope you got to eat some turkey yesterday i i ate some and then i ate some more so it was a good time <laughs> so i did i had, really I had a great it. time i was able great. to take a couple naps <laughs> which ah, was great nice and you know yeah, that you know that nice. you caught me off guard because I'm wearing the hat. Normally, I don't care about how messy my hair is, but when it's really messy and I put on a hat, you know, you know, I'm good and rested. So, uh, break <laughs> this out only only when uh, there's no fixing <laughs> what oh, I've got on great. my. Love the hat. Love the hat. Make America great again. There you go. We've got to. Jesus, Lord, save us. You know, this has been a really trying time. I had a brilliant guest on again yesterday. She, I've had her before. I might have told you about her. Uh, Gaia Mariani from Italy. And she uh, talked about the U.S. You know, she said, you know, she said uh, so many great things. I, I, if you ever had, you know, 30, 40 minutes to listen. Uh, I would highly recommend it. But one thing she said is basically they want to destroy, they, whoever they is, these fascist communists, they want to destroy America, first of all, because we're the big prize, as Michelle Bachman has said. But she says because it's it, because if they can destroy this country, they can eliminate our Constitution. And she says that is, that's the thing. These great men 200 years ago, almost 300 put this thing together with this constitution that starts at the bottom. It starts with us and works its way up. We don't have an emperor, like she said, in Italy, in their constitution. It's the the, the head runs the legislature, the judicial, and uh, the executive. He is the emperor, she says. And all these constitutions are built that way, but not the U.S. We're, we're you know, we work up and so they want to that's why this is also important what we're doing it's all about the election too if we can't if they can, can steal elections it's over it's over we got a lot you know we've got a lot of work to do and i know nobody's been working as hard as you david and you've got this documentary coming out why don't you tell us on a little little bit about that and then uh where we can get more information as well as uh, you know the, the the what's in it and and your your start date when we expect to see this yeah, so this Tuesday will be a very, very consequential day for for the team that put together the film. It's called Let My People Go. 
Uh, you can find an extended trailer on Rumble. Um, and so if people want to know how they can help right now, watch it and share it to everyone that you know. I say Tuesday because uh, distributing the film has proven to be very, very difficult. If you'll recall, Sound of Freedom was put on ice for several years. Uh, I think Disney had the rights to it. And maybe because of the content, um, no one was interested in getting out there. So it was this film that was just around and you'd see ads for it. But you'd, in, until uh, Angel Studios picked it, picked it up, they didn't have a distributor. And um, so we've had discussions with many people because we want to do a theatrical release in tandem with a live stream. Um, and that's put the brakes on it. The film's done. I'm, I'm happy to say that this past week we finished everything. We did final sound mixing. It sounds incredible. It looks incredible. Um, but theaters won't touch it. Um, and then you start looking at uh, streaming platforms like YouTube. If you try to put anything that's remotely positive about the J6ers, it'll get flagged and be taken down. Um, so there are only a few big fish in town uh, that have the bandwidth. And uh, and I can't tell you who that is just yet. You probably have a good idea of who I'm talking about, Joe. But um, this Tuesday, we'll know whether or not we've got a deal to promote uh, the film and get it out there. My, my target date is to have this out mid-December for people to watch in their homes or hopefully Lord willing go to a theater and watch it as well. Um, but that'll be this Tuesday. The film itself is a deliverance film. It's an anti-slavery film. It's an abolitionist film. And it focuses on the modern day slave trade, which is our elections. And um, the sad thing about it is probably 30% of the country doesn't see it that way at all because they don't understand our election systems. Or even worse, you've got people that have bought into the limited hangout thing once again where yeah we've got problems with our elections but i wouldn't i wouldn't say that it's tantamount to slavery and that's where they're wrong if you truly understand how these machines work the you know the result is in what do you, and, the, and the bad actors know who the winners are going to be and um why do we why do we equate it with slavery because once you've captured a policymaker everything that you vote for is subject to someone who's selected and the whims of that person who's selected. That's not real freedom. And uh, that this comes down to how you're taxed. This comes down to initiatives that are on ballots that can uh, increase your property taxes. It is the heightened, uh, it's it basically, it's a heightened realization of, of we're being plundered, plundered, looted in ways, and we don't even know it. So there's a, there's a, a level of civilization attached to it or being highly civilized in the way that slavery is being achieved, if that makes sense. Uh, you're not using a whip. You're not using chains. You're using computer algorithms. You're using systems. But you achieve the same outcome, a, a highly debt-written nation that really has no voice, um, th where you just need to be awake enough and healthy enough to be looted. And so that's the basic thesis presented by the film. That's the more abstract uh, form of slavery, but there's a real bondage going on. And that's the second part of the film, which is the J6er. The J6er was the first person to just show up to a place of consequence saying, we know the election was rigged. They had the audacity and nerve to show up consistent with their first amendment right to peacefully assemble, to redress, petition the government for redress of grievances. And many of those people have been in chains for over a thousand days, uh, solitary confinement. And um, the film seeks to let them go.
to let us go from rig mach- rigged elections and to let the J6ers uh, free from their captivity. David, I'm one of the few people who got to see it more than once uh, this past week. And I know it's not the final version, but close to it. And uh, both up in Jacksonville and and then down in, in Jensen Beach. And uh feel privileged, by the way, to, to be in that category. I don't think there's many. Maybe Joe Oldman seen it a couple times. Um, you certainly have, but I think I'm in a pretty elite crowd right here and uh, thrilled to be in that crowd. When we saw it here in... Uh, in uh in middle florida I had a friend that that uh that i'd invited and he's uh he's not a trumpster he says he's conservative but he just bought into this the only thing that the media could ever stick with trump is he's mean he's a mean guy, <laughs> and it's a lie and uh like everything else and he's bought into this and and i and i love this guy he's he's just a he's been an american hero worked uh, for this country for years uh, as 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 a you know police department in New York uh, lieutenant was it was just a brilliant you know beautiful guy back in the days where they they New York was great and um, I was worried about him and his response and and I saw him he was the first person to talk to you after that airing uh, down here in Florida and it was he was moved and I've talked to him and others that were there since then uh this monday there's three people three or four of us that saw the saw the uh, show monday afternoon we got together for a brief meeting and they all were just like that thing it just changed them it's i think the sound of freedom was that way for me it changed me it was so powerful that's how great this uh this movie is david it's so good i can't wait till it comes out we're gonna you know we have to continue to push the message this great film that you put together anyways kudos to you it's just it's fantastic and i'm telling you it's touching people that i was i was wondering or worried would get up and walk out of the room no they were they were brought you brought them in through this movie so congratulations on what you've done well we're uh it's a challenge i i get i don't normally care what people think <laughs> uh, surprise surprise and uh but the film <laughs> it's a it's a shared labor and I, the reason why i care so much about this film is that i i desperately want to move on from doing what i've been doing for three years the the film really is a culmination of of research and trying to find the most compelling examples uh and proof of the of the stolen election because everywhere I go, it's like, can you just give me one thing that'll just explain it all? And I've never been able to do that because it's like, how many hours do you have? And this is about as concise a message, even though it's a long, it's a long documentary. Um, but it's it's a documentary for activists. It's not for people that are just going to sit there, eat their popcorn, and and just be comfortable. It really challenges a lot of the sacred cows out there. And so you go in there with bated breath, going, okay, are, is this going to hit the mark? And in most places, I'd say that it has. I, I think people that aren't interested in saving their country, this film isn't for them. But for the activist that wants to get involved and get busy, um, I think we strike the right balance. David, thank you so much for joining me. Happy Thanksgiving. God bless you, you and your family. Love you all. And uh, we'll have you back soon. Can't wait till this thing comes out. It's going to change the world. Appreciate it. We'll catch up soon. Thanks, Joe. 
Thank you. And we'll be back on the Joe Hoff Show next week. <laughs>